worship. Welcome into this time and into this space and into this moment. Whether somebody, whether you're someone who worships with us regularly or whether you're joining us for this morning, you're very welcome. And we hope and we pray that you send something of God's whisper to you today as we remember. Let's come together in prayer. Let's pray. Sovereign God, your greatness fills the heavens. Your power sustains the universe. Your love supports all of creation and your purpose extends to all times and to all people. Yet you have time for even the very least of us. Living God, remind us that though you are far above all human thought, you are always near. Made known to us through Christ and dwelling within us through your Holy Spirit. And for that, we give you our praise and our thanks. But loving God, as we meet with you here in this place, we begin to think of what we do that makes us at odds with you. Lord, we don't like being wrong. It hurts our pride and it goes against the grain to admit that perhaps we've made a mistake. We prefer to blame someone else or to look for an excuse that justifies our actions. But though we may fool ourselves, we can never fool you. Forgive us, Lord, for those times when we've shifted blame onto others. Forgive us for hiding behind falsehoods and half-truths, letting excuses become so much part of us that we no longer realise that we are making them. Teach us to act wisely and with integrity. 
Lord, when we go wrong, give us the courage to admit it and the humility to accept our dependence on your grace. Your grace, Lord, which never fails. Your grace, Lord, which never runs out. Fill us today with your strength, with your love, with your integrity, so that we may be right with you and with one another. In Jesus' name, Amen. Today obviously is Remembrance Sunday, a day in the old Kirk calendar where church is usually full and we're joined by children and young people from Rainbows and Beavers, Brownies and Cubs, Guides, Scouts and Explorer Scouts. There are flags from the youth organisations and flag bearers from them and from the Royal British Legion. There are usually members of the council present with us, uh, along with many members of our community. But this year, remembrance, like everything else in our calendars, is different. We're not in church. We're not even able to gather safely at the War Memorial. This year, the Royal British Legion have invited us to take to our doorsteps, to make a public act of remembrance. And so this morning, after the words of remembrance and before the two minutes silence, there will be time so that if you wish, you can go to your doorstep and stand at your front door or your back door or wherever, alongside your neighbours as we fall silent and remember. And so perhaps in the absence of tradition, the tradition of gathering this year, it's all the more important that we think about what we remember and why as we stop and pause. So why do we remember? What do you remember? Why is, a re why is remembrance important to you? Here's some of what some of our folk are thinking. So the question asked was, what does remembrance mean to me? Well, as a chaplain in the army, remembrance means many, many things. From the simple, the uh, service on the steps of Tynecourt Cemetery at the, the site of the Battle of Passchendaele with some soldiers. All the way through to the political um, service in Wainskeep Cemetery in Cyprus with the ambassadors and consul generals from 32 different nations sitting in the, in the congregation. But the one that means most to me um, happened long before I became a chaplain. In actual fact, there's a remembrance service when I wouldn't even call myself a Christian. Um, I was, it was back in 1986, I was a student at college studying engineering, so I knew all about facts and figures and geology and archaeology and the earth was never formed in seven days, so the Bible was just wrong. Um, if the Bible was wrong, there was no God. But I was also training as an officer cadet in the reserves, the Territorial Army at that time, and the engineers. Um, and one Sunday morning, Remembrance Sunday morning, we were on the ranges at Dreghorn, just outside Edinburgh. And about quarter to eleven, we stopped shooting, and we're all gathered behind the butts. Um, no padre, just an old, grumpy major 
from the reserves. Um, I can't remember what unit he was with, but I do know he was at one of the Highland regiments. Can't remember his name. What I can remember is a simple prayer, a few words about what remembrance means, about culture, about heritage, about tradition, about sacrifice, about keeping these things alive, never forgetting that there were people who were prepared to risk everything, that we could have the freedoms of expression, of thought, of, of life that we have now. It was a service which I remember every year. It's a service which I do believe got me thinking about what life actually means, what purpose is. It certainly got me thinking about faith. What was it that drove these people, that carried these people, that gave them hope? Um, it was a service which I would say has had a major effect on my life, how I think about how I fit into the world, the purpose I have, and in time led me to God. Um, and since then has led me into the army and into the pad being the padre, the one who's standing there behind the butts on Remembrance Day or other days of the week and just hoping to pass on that same wisdom, that same hope, that same questioning that I was left with that day. That's what remembrance mostly means to me. That simple service that changed the whole way I live my life. So the way that I remember Remembrance Day is from when I started to learn it uh, when I've been in the scout system, for example, when I started in the Beavers, Cubs, Scouts, Explorers, and now as a leader, it's my responsibility to teach the younger generation about the war and the heroes of the past. Um, as well as my time in school, um, me and my friend Grant built a mock cenotaph, one similar to the one down in London. We also, at that point, had our scout flags, two Union flags, and we stood either side of the cenotaph and had two minutes of silence with the whole school as we bowed our flags in the school hall. Remembrance Day is a huge part of my life and I do think that remembering the past is very important and it allows us to reflect and show how good we have it nowadays and what struggle and what the war did to the country back then. I would like to say my thanks to the heroes of the past and hope that they can rest in peace now. Remembrance Day is important to me, especially if we wear the red poppies, because then the money that the charity raises for them then goes to families of soldiers, sailors, armies. And it's also a great way to remember people who have died in the war, fought in the war, got injured in the war to protect us from harm. Remembrance for me is a time when I think back to all the sacrifices that have been made so that I can live in peace. My family were part of the war generation and many stories have been passed down to me of all the sacrifices that they made. My dad was in the, did his national service in the Navy. 
I had an aunt who worked in the munitions factory in Falkirk and her skin turned orange. An uncle who fought in Palestine. My mum had cousins who were prisoners of war in Japan. My papa was an air raid warden and he helped after the bombings in Clyde Bank. My uncle did his national service in Korea, a horrific war which went on to be forgotten by many people. By the time he returned to Scotland, people had moved on and didn't want to know what had happened. All these things had a huge impact on my life, but yet the real horrors that they faced were never spoken about because that was the way at the time. But there were lots of happy stories too. And I've got an aunt or had an aunt and uncle who met in the army and went on to have a long and happy married life. When I think back to all these sacrifices, I'm very grateful for everything that people did so that I could live in peace. But what saddens me now is that the world is still in conflict, that there is still war. It wasn't the war to end all wars. And I pray for an end to violence and for peace in the world. I think it's really important for us to remember those people who stood up to be counted when they saw injustice um, to people um, who couldn't fight for themselves and they sacrificed everything, the ultimate sacrifice in giving your life, not just for your loved ones, um, but for people that you don't even know. To go somewhere and fight for that is something that's really worth remembering. Um, I think it's important that we do remember that and that we don't make the same mistakes um, that led to that um, on those occasions. Um, I think it's an honour to remember these people um, because they gave absolutely everything, ultimately everything, and they deserve to be remembered. Remembrance for me isn't just about the past, it's about making sure that nothing as horrendous as the world wars ever happens again. And for me, there's one song that sums it up. I have a dream a man once said, where all is perfect peace, where men and women, black and white, stand hand in hand and all unite in freedom and in love, in freedom and in love. But in this world of bitter strife, the dream can often fade. Reality seems dark as night. We catch but glimpses of the light Christ sheds on humankind. Christ sheds on humankind. Fierce persecution, war and hate are raging everywhere. God calls a 
us now to pay the price through struggles and through sacrifice of standing for the right of standing for the right so dream the dreams and sing the songs but never be content for thoughts and words don't ease the pain unless there's action all is vain faith proves itself through deeds faith proves itself in deeds lord give us vision make us strong help us to do your will don't let us rest until we see your love throughout humanity uniting us in peace uniting us in And so today, on our doorsteps, in our living rooms, at our kitchen tables, we take time to pause and to remember all of those who have fallen into world wars and in all conflicts since. We remember those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. We remember those who gave their tomorrows for our todays. We remember those who gave their best those who never returned, those who did but left something of themselves behind on the field of conflict, minds and bodies shattered by all that they had seen. Today we still remember. We remember the courage, the comradeship, the ingenuity, the spirit of working together for a common cause, the planning together for a better world that would come with peace. We remember the call to Adams, the patriotic songs, the partings which were such sweet sorrow, the sound of the drum, the skirl of the pipes, the prayer that God would be on our side. But let us also remember the carnage, the colossal horror of war. Remember the widows of 60 years and more, the old men and women who never knew their fathers. Remember the love that was lost, the wisdom wasted. The minds that are still pained by memories. Remember the families bereft by recent wars and conflict. Remember this day the children who will die while nation still fights against nation. Remember the one who asked us to remember them. And Father, remember us. And forgive us our sins against you and against our fellow people. Let us remember before God those who have died for their country in conflict, whether at home or on foreign soil, those whom we knew and whose memory we treasure, and all who have lived and died in the service of mankind. If you're able, I invite you please to stand. They shall not grow old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, 
we will remember them.
Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we remember those today who have given their lives in war. We remember those today whose lives are damaged by war. Those who have lost someone and those who live with lives changed or bodies broken. Those who live with the scars, mental, physical and emotional. And we pray that they might know your peace. We thank you for the sacrifices that they made, that we might know the freedoms that we take for granted. And we give you thanks for all those who serve today in our armed and security forces. We pray that each one of them would come to know that you made the ultimate sacrifice for them and for us in the gift of your Son to be our Saviour, dying that we might have life, life in all of its fullness. In Jesus' name. Amen. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as the highest of the mountains. It will be exalted above the hills and all nations will stream to it. Many peoples will come and say, come let us go up to the mountains of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his way so that we may walk in his path. The law will go out from Zion, the, world, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into ploughs and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations will not take up swords against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Come, descendants of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The reading today is from the book of John, chapter 15, verses 9 through to 17. I love you, just as the Father loves me. Remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My commandment is this, love one another, just as I love you. The greatest love a person can have for his friends is to give his life for them. And you are my friends, if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because servants do not know what their master is doing. Instead, I call you friends, because I have told you everything 
I heard from the Father. You did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you to go and bear much fruit, the kind of fruit that endures. And so the Father will give you whatever you ask of him in my name. This, then, is what I command you. Love one another. Amen. And may God add his blessing to this reading from his holy word. It's now 101 years since the first remembrance service. It's 100 years since the unknown warrior was laid to rest in Westminster Abbey. And each year since, we have paused, people have paused to remember. And it's right that we do remember. The people, the individuals, fathers, brothers, sons, uncles, mothers, sisters, daughters, aunts, cousins, friends. The sacrifice of lives, whether they were in the trenches, in the air, or on the sea, or on beaches, on foreign soil, or here at home. Whether in the battles of two world wars, or in all of the conflicts all across our world since. And so just as we remember those who served at Mons, Verdun, the Somme, Jutland, Gallipoli, Passchendaele, Ypres, Dunkirk, Arras, the Atlantic, El Alamein, Sevastopol, Stalingrad, Monte Cassino, Normandy and Arnhem. We also remember those who served in Korea, in Northern Ireland, in the Falklands, in the Gulf, in the Balkans, in Afghanistan, in Iraq. Those who went in the words of the poet Binion with songs to the battle, they were young, straight of limb, true of eye, steady and aglow. They were staunch to the end against odds uncounted. They fell with their faces to the foe. We remember because they paid the ultimate sacrifice. In the words of the Kohima epitaph, giving their tomorrows for our today. Greater love, Jesus said, has no one than this that they lay down their lives for their friends. What love, what service, what sacrifice made by others on behalf of us all. And that's partly why we still remember today the names engraved and immortalised in granite and in brass up and down our land. But it's not all that we pause to remember, is it? Let's not just stand today and remember people, lest we forget. Let's also remember, lest we forget, the horror and the brutality, the pain and the futility of war and conflict. Because that's not the way that God ordained for us to live. It was never God's plan that we would live in strife and indifference with our brothers and sisters. God wants our world, our lives, to be as it was when God created it in the beginning and declared it perfect. God wants and ordains for us to live in perfect peace, in harmony, in the absence of war, in the absence of hate, 
in the absence of grace, of greed, and all of the things that are at the root of conflict. That's why the same God who was there in the beginning took on human skin and came among us, living and dying, making the ultimate sacrifice of laying down his life so that we might know the life of peace which God created us for. Such is his love, God's love, for us. There's an obligation on all of us then, not only to remember, but to let that remembrance spur us into action so that history doesn't repeat itself. And that begins with each and every one of us. God asks us to love, to lay down our lives, to be selfless, to care about those around us, about the good of our community, about enabling each and every person to know life, life in all of its fullness. And so will you let your remembrance today infuse your actions? Will you let your remembrance today drip into your words as you go from this place out into the world? May your life reflect peace.
Hear us now as we offer our prayers of thanksgiving. Let us pray. Loving God, for all the good in our lives, on this day we hold with gratitude the service of those who are peacemakers in their service of our country. We are grateful for a vision that will hold the darker forces of our humanity in check with an ethos of cooperation, harmony and mutual flourishing. We pray for the dedicated service of our armed forces in all the generations, remembering especially those who still remain with us from the Second World War. We thank you for their testimony, which reminds us of the tragedy of conflict. Help us to hear it, even as we honour the sacrifices made in the search of the good. On this day when we are drawn together from many backgrounds and with faith flickering, strong or with no faith, we thank you that there are times and causes around which we can rally for the common good. Help us to find that common ground more and to work through our differences. May the example of Jesus, his boundary crossing life, his open hearted embrace of all peoples, be the inspiration for a weary and wounded world. So we give thanks for the people who will look at our world and will be the dreamers. We pray too for the fixers, for the people who will take the dreams and make them reality. So we hold before you all of our leaders, praying for tenacity, energy and an open-eyed, open-hearted vision for our communities and the world. On this day of remembrance, we pray for those who have lost loved ones in conflict and through the collateral damage of war. We think of those close to home in our army, navy and air force. We remember those on the other side to us in conflict. And we think of the deep, deep scars of conflict that mark our world whenever there is war. May our remembering be for new beginnings so that life's lost are the foundations of new worlds.
Help us to rest in the confidence of new light and life. To trust that those we have lost and loved have returned to you. And together now, may we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we go from this place and from this moment, I pray that you would know God's blessing upon you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, resting upon you and remaining with you and with those whom you love, this day and forevermore. Amen. If you would like to continue remembrance and join us at the War Memorial, then I invite you to, to tune in at 12.15, either on our Facebook page where we'll share the link, or on the Community Council's webpage uh, to join us in our Community Act of Remembrance. Thank you. Take care. God bless and stay safe.